I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis. For those of you who wish Lit Sis was more than once a week, did you know that we have our own individual book Instagrams and book blogs that you can read any of our reviews from now and all of time? If you are wanting that Lit Sis feel in your normal routine, you can always check us out. Mine is at Maddie Reads a Lot on Instagram. And mine is at Brooke and Binding on Instagram. But wait, there's, there's more. more. I also have a Facebook page, Brooke and Binding, and a blog, Brooke and Brian, Bind, Binding.com. That was sounding that was so such a good. good. Listeners, happy Friday, everybody. All right, so we are coming to you again from remote locations. So sad. So if the quality is not the best, that is why. Um, we are but he, we are here to bring you your Lissus episode as we do every Friday. Yes, and uh, I will say, I don't know about where you guys are listening. I know, Mad, you said you have an overcast day today. We do, but yes. where I live, it is hot, hot, hot. Like, all week has been, like, in the 80s, which is super uncommon. Um, it is but really I'm, uncommon. I am loving it, and I'm, I'm here for it. So I'm currently on my front porch that my husband closed off. It's, like, a nice screened-in front porch now. Um, but something super sad, Mad, because you know this neighborhood really well. Uh-huh. I don't know if you guys can hear in the background. I'm enjoying this beautiful outside weather. And a house around the corner is cutting trees down what yeah how the dare house, they you know the lady with her two kids that's right oh, on the yeah, corner yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they're taking like five or six trees down in her yard wow why so i don't know i think i think it's because there's some like leaning trees and stuff like uh. that and just like maybe a little bit of a risk um with for like falling on the house or whatever but it's like Mm -hmm. their whole beautiful shaded property is now getting a ton of sunlight and i'm i don't know how i feel about it that's so So, sad (laughs) but anyway so if you hear any crazy loud noises in the background it's just these these trees getting all chopped up unfortunately but i cannot resist being outside like it is still so beautiful (laughs) i am enduring it's kind of like you know you have this beautiful like landscape in front of you and then there's something super obnoxious that's like completely throwing off the mood Mm -hmm. yes that's totally what's happening but you Uh, know what i'm just ignoring it i'm here i'm excited to talk about the books and just be able to enjoy this warm weather and you've had really nice weather where you're at too yeah it's been super nice it's not it's not great today like i said it is um a little more overcast um but yesterday it was super nice my husband and i went on a nice little hike we went for like multiple miles like we were chatting about like how far people like how long it take can take for people to do like hiking and we were like we were like doing some calculations about like various different like long trails in the U.S. and like how long it takes and I was like oh yeah for some of these like to finish them you have to do average like 12 miles a day to finish it in like several months to like finish like some of these longer trails we were like that's crazy how could people do that and then we we went like six miles in only two and a half hours and we were like oh I guess like, this that's is how fairly, you do it <laughs> I guess this is fairly doable so yeah we had some we've been having some really nice weather but yeah today's a little bit overcast and it's supposed to unfortunately I am off work for the weekend um and unfortunately it's supposed to be raining both days oh, no. <laughs> which is kind of stinky that it won't be the best weather but maybe it'll change who knows yeah, maybe. Well, let's hope for that because it's just it's, when the summer hits. Oh my gosh, it's like my so nice. favorite, favorite, favorite time of time of year. And the other day, I was outside with my son, and we were picking some flowers. And I th- I don't know if I said it or he said it, but I was mm-hmm. essentially saying like he eventually said, "I like it when it's warm out, not so much when it's cold." <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's not as, I was like, yeah, it's so nice to be outside, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's nice when it's warm, but not when it's cold. Like, yeah, no. Cold is not my friend. I said, except when we go skiing. He's like, yeah, yes. that's true. I do like skiing. Yeah. But besides that, I mean, 
give me the heat all day, every day. I, I love it. You can't keep me inside. It just hurts my heart to be inside when I see the sun outside. So hence me on my front porch. Uh, here's, here's my thing I'll, uh, on the weather. I will say I love, I love the warm weather. I no, love the cold you weather. Like the, listen you to me. like the fall weather. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something right here. I am very big on all types of weather for the most part. I'm I'm yeah. good. I'm good with like okay. Let me clarify. I like all seasons. I love summertime. I like I seasons, love fall. I mostly. love spring. I love winter. Um, but I will say that certain weather is my more favorite than less favorite. Like for example, like I love when the temperature is like between fifty to seventy degrees outside. Like that is my sweet spot. Fifty like seventy five. That's my sweet spot. When we start to get into the eighties, I get nervous. Um, like oh, mid eighties, nineties. I don't know. It's just too hot because I like to run outside and it's just way too hot and sweaty. Um, and I feel like I can't enjoy going outside as much because I just get so hot so quickly. And then you're like worried about getting dehydrated and you get kind of, I always get kind of woozy when it's a little too hot out for me personally. But then at the same time, as much as I love, but, but I still love summer. I love summer activities. And I love it in general and how long the days are but then at the same time I love winter because I like skiing and I like winter activities um I like Christmas time a ton I got married in December so I like winter time in general but like I don't like it when it's like 15 degrees outside again because it limits my ability to to exercise outside and it's cold and I don't love it when like if there's ice on the roads or if I have to drive in the snow like no so like I like every season just like the extreme weather of the, the different extremes. seasons the, the extremes are no fun cold. yes well i did a lovely workout outside the other day and it was super humid and hot and like 80 degrees and i was like yes give it to me so to each their own i guess but mm-hmm. yeah running is definitely a different story it is it's it, i feel like i can't do it as much and we had a very cold cold winter this mm-hmm. winter so like i couldn't run as consistently which was disappointing but yeah Anyway, is this weather, sis? I don't think so. <laughs> but uh, we are very thankful that the weather is getting nicer. Yes. And speaking of, with, I was actually thinking this earlier, with good weather it makes me think being outside, laying in the sun, and reading. Mm-hmm. And I cannot tell you the last time I've been able to do that because, goodness gracious, when you've got children, they don't really give you your own time ever so mm-hmm. <laughs> I just was looking back through so for today's um topic about the hardest maybe the toughest books for us to get through and mm-hmm. if they were worth it or not you know some were some were not yes um oh I just thought of another one I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to switch it out anyway well maybe you, not. you could do an additional if you want to because we have as you've read the titles there are five like top like five books what what's, what did we say our title is going to be? You wrote it Top out. Top five, I did. Gosh, you guys think I'm so silly because it's right in front of you. <laughs> our <laughs> Top five books that we, that were hard to get through and were they worth it? Yes. So this could mean a book that you took a long time to read. It could be a book that was truly a struggle just to read in general. Um, for the most part, I think I've picked ones that did take me a significant amount of time to get through, but there's one... Unless I think of another one, there is one that didn't actually take me very long, but I like wanted to like punch myself in the face every time I read a page. So, oh bummer. Yeah, some of mine are long and some are short. So I'm intrigued to hear what you are, your yours are. But as I was going back and looking at my Goodreads challenges in the past, I was like, oh my gosh, this year was like the best. And I'm remembering mm-hmm. laying out in the sun and reading these books and enjoying mm-hmm. that. Um, and oh, so good. it just like made me reminisce about uh, it's just this time of year. It's the time of year. Yeah. Wait. So wait just as a question, what was a really good reading year for you? When because I look oh, back goodness. at my challenges as well. Like I'm doing that right now. That's how I was trying to figure it out. And like, what for you was like such a good year? Okay, I'm gonna look it up right now because I know exactly. When I, I saw it, I was like, yes. Yeah, because I have. I think I have a year in mind for my, myself. Let me see here. It might have been this one. Maybe it was this one. Oh, yeah, this is a good year. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, I'm going to say 2019. That was my year, too. Oh, gosh. Such a good year. Good books that year. I know. Anyway, uh, so in the midst of the good, we also had the rough. Yes. The rough ones. Um, so out of so out of the five you picked, how many would you say it was like hard to get through, but it was worth it? And then ones that you were like, yeah, that was not that was a waste of my time. Like what what's your like, do you have three or two of each one or one of one? Or how does it all pan out for you? I would say it is two and two, and then there's one kind of that's a little bit different oh okay Mm -hmm. what about you I have a solid two and three split okay yes and I I I kind of I don't know should we start with the negatives or the positives I you know I honestly don't know I mine is in a very random order so I don't think it matters to me well let's start with I'm going to start with a negative how does that sound and I'm going to start with my oldest so I'm going okay. to my 2018 reading challenge. Um, and this was a struggle. This book was a struggle because it was very long. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the end of a series that I had really been enjoying, looking forward to. Oh, I know what just, it is already. Yeah, I know. I do, <laughs> do you want to tell do you want to try to say it out loud? To it's Warstorm. That's it. <laughs> Warstorm by Victoria Avayard. That was a really rough one. Yeah, fourth book of the Red Queen series. And we just devoured Red Queen. I think we just talked about them not that long ago mm-hmm. of just like how much we enjoyed them. I think it was when we talked about like when I was in college and the books that we were reading um, like 10 years ago. What was it like if if let's this was based in, yeah, in like 2015 other ones, yeah. Or, four, yeah, or whatever. So War Storm, when that book finally came out, the conclusion I, we were both so excited. We both had our massive books. We were laying on our, I remember we were laying on our stomachs, reading, mm-hmm. <laughs> laying on my ground, trying to pump them out. And we just were struggle busting so hard to get through this book. Not because it's just so big, but because of some of the like storyline. You're like, where the heck is this going? You know. Mm-hmm. What I mean? And but, again, I will say this over and over again. Authors really need to do, not, and not even a, not even like bad. Like it's not a you can't do like don't you don't have to do it in a terrible way, but like you need to do some sort of recap, like to yeah, remind people what yep. was happening. Yeah, yeah, definitely, because it like, just can throw you off. Mm-hmm. And I've said this before, but J.K. Rowling did an amazing job of doing that in especially the first few books of Harry Potter, where like you'd always end up at the Dursleys, and you know you'd get yeah. reminded that Petunia Dursley was Harry's aunt and like Dudley yeah. was his cousin and she would she's say like those just reiterating words. like reiterating everything mm-hmm. she's already laid out so it, that yeah. was super nice it was super nice and it, it didn't feel repetitive or like annoying it was like oh yeah. okay I'm, or he'd be like or it'd be like Harry's best friends at school Ron and Hermione and you'd be like oh okay yep exactly but yeah for some reason like Warstorm was one of the books when we were talking about this topic that immediately oh, wait, 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 wait. hold up mind. hold up I have to add an addition Okay. My, my husband is sitting right here next to me as we're recording this. And I just, you know, said the stuff about Harry Potter and he's on the fourth book. And he turned to me and he just said, no, I find that annoying that she would recap. Oh. Oh. So- See, do you know why he finds it annoying? I was thinking the same thing when you were talking about it. It's, it can be annoying because if you're reading them back to back and they've all yeah. been released. That's You're fair. Like, back to yes, back. of course. I already know it. Duh. I just read this. I just finished this book like yesterday, you know, <laughs> but is, you have to fair. think like when they were published, there was more time in between. So like yes. it was helpful for the reader of like, I'm waiting for this next book mm-hmm. to come out. I need, you know, and once it comes out, it's like maybe it was like, I don't I don't know exactly the spatial time she had between each book, maybe like a year, I would say. Roughly. Yeah, I'm not sure. I never and actually thought about Maybe it's that. like. Maybe it's like, okay, um, it's just a good refresher. Be like, oh, yeah, I think I remember how the third book ended. Oh, okay, right. Okay, here we go. You know, stuff yeah. like that. You need, yeah, but you, I feel like you need to write for when they're coming out and not be like, oh, I'm not going to do any reiteration because people are just going to read it all in a row anyway. Like, yeah, no, exactly. That no. shouldn't be the mindset. Yep, exactly right. So, no, I can understand where he's coming from with that, but definitely, definitely, if there is a gap in between when you're reading, it is so helpful. Yeah. So it, it did take her 10 years to write all seven of them. So 
Well, that's at least like a yeah. year in between each mm-hmm. and then maybe a little bit more than that for a yep. few. Yeah, just looked it up. So that's not horrible. Yeah, it's not bad. Anyway. But anyway, yes. So that was the one that I picked that first came to my mind. It's not a bad book. Was it worth it? I would say I marked it as a no just mm-hmm. because I did not like how everything concluded and whatnot. But obviously, like, I'm not going to leave a series hanging. So it was worth reading it. Yes. But it kind of was like, wah, wah. So. And I feel like at that point, the series had become so repetitive in general about, like, oh, they're, like, going to do this other battle or they're going to break into this prison or they're going to do yep. – they're going to – you know, it really became – just felt like you were reading war strategies. And I was like, this is boring at this point. It just wasn't yeah. entertaining. I don't know. It lost yeah. its flavor. So I'm going to go with – I'll do the same thing where I'll do one that I didn't think was worth it and I'll do the earliest that I thought wasn't worth it. Yeah. Um, and this one is from 2020. So okay. not, not my earliest book in general on this list, but the earliest that I thought wasn't worth it. And this I already is, know it. Really? Do you want to say already have it? Do you want to say it? No, you say it, and I'm going to confirm with if, myself. If it's on your list, I do have an alternate. <laughs> it is on my list, but you know what? That's okay, because I, I knew some of these. I had a feeling this one was always also going to be on your list. Okay, it's The Starless Sea by Aaron Morgan. Aaron Morgan Stern. Stern. Yeah. That's what I had. <laughs> I, I swapped had it out. I did swap it out, though, because initially I had Girl A on here, but I was like, I talk enough about Girl A. <laughs> <laughs> Let's like, bring up The Starless it. Sea. I really hate that book. Yeah. It's so no, bad. I felt the same way. I thought Starless Sea, and was it worth it? No. No. It was a no for me. Mm-mm. So why don't you explain a little bit about why it was a no for you, since I just went on and on about War Storm. So Starless Sea, I'm looking back, I actually gave it four stars, but I'm gonna drop what? it down. I'm gonna drop it down to three. I don't know. I why need I to see what stars. I gave it. You gave it four. Wow. We were too nice to it. Um You know why? I think it's because we appreciated parts of it, mm-hmm. but it, but it just was confusing. I wonder what I wrote in my actual review. So why don't you talk about um Talk yeah, about I'm, everything, I'm, and I'm going to look up what my 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 review says. I know, and I'm trying to even see how long it took me because I don't think I did a good job of saying when I started reading the book, only when I ended it. Because Goodreads will show you like when you start and stop reading a book. So I'm going to try and see. I finished The Revenant on June 21st, and then Starless Sea on June 27th. So six days for an almost 500 page book isn't terrible. But okay, so I have also a distinct memory linked to the starless sea so starless sea by, <laughs> i i are you reading your review yeah <laughs> okay so starless sea i remember us being so excited about it because we loved aaron morgan turns the night circus still an amazing book um but the, in, in the in the starless sea sounded like it was going to be kind of interesting kind of like this book in a book journey like a book that or like a fancy like library slash book that leads you to a different world read Post this book, we have read amazing books about books or books mm-hmm. with libraries yeah. after this. Like the Midnight Library. Like, like the Midnight kind, Library. Of a, kind of a similar Like Bookish execution. Life of Nina Hill, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Emily um, Henry. Yes. Like Magpie Murders. I can exactly. Go on and on. Exactly. Um, but she just did it in such a weird way. And like, I don't even distinctly remember a lot of the details of it, but I just remember being like, this is really confusing. And then it also like, Correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, there would be multiple timelines as well. So there was, like, a timeline with some ship people, I think. Or maybe yeah, that's a different book I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. There's multiple stories and POVs and stuff like that. Yeah. And so I just remember being, like, super confused. And Night Circus, in comparison, is not like that. It does yeah. have, I think, two perspectives, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. yeah. Um, but it's I think all it chronological. Yeah. Um, and it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, except the very end, which is confusing. But if you read it a second time, it makes more sense. But Starless Sea was just like full on very confusing, like trying to yeah. incorporate this whole new world without there being good explanation. So like, for example, like when you have I think the best way of world building is when you introduce a character who's never been in the world and they learn about the world because they've never been a part of it. And she does she brings in a person that's never been a part of this world, but doesn't actually do a great job of explaining. It's kind of like you're plopped in the middle of, it feels like you're plopped in the middle of a movie without any explanation of what's happened before. And you're expected just to like figure out what's going on 
and 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 enjoy the rest of it and that was just really hard but and i remember there was like this distinct moment we were sitting in your living room when you used to have that table over by the window yeah and it was like nighttime and i remember we were both reading it and we were pretty close together it was when we would try and read at the same time on the same pages um back when like you only had an, an infant to worry about yeah. and I remember like we were like looking at each other like I think we like looked up or something we were like I'm, I'm kind of confused, Are you confused? <laughs> and we were both like we're, I think I'm just I'm a little disappointed in this book so far yeah. and we both just kind of expressed that we were like not really happy with it oh yeah and I remember sitting on my front porch and it was, I think, also nighttime. And we were literally trying to finish it. We were like, no one dist- disturb us. We've got, like, 30 pages. How is this all going to make sense? But I I would love to read parts of this review that I wrote because Please I'm do. being Please so do. kind to it. As we're talking about it, I'm remembering the story. But honestly, like, without kind of taking a moment to refresh myself... I would have completely forgotten what this book was about. I just felt like I had just had a, a negative connection to I it. I agree. Yeah, which is why the um, four star is surprising. I yes. officially changed my radio on Goodreads. So I said, this is a book like unlike any other. True. has multiple sections, multiple stories, multiple POVs, and could be considered all over the place. How I like to think of it is more as a creative piece of literature. Oh my gosh, we're trying to be the so boundaries. Nice. I know, pushes the boundaries of what we tend to think a story should be, how it should be laid out, etc. Morgan Stern had me scratching my head at times, oh mystified God. and enraptured at others. But I think over the overall experience and feel she was going for did come across. She is such a descriptive, creative thinker and crafter of story. So this is why I'm giving it four stars because of the creativity. The way the story captivated me and how unique it is. Although it is a four star, this is a sentence that kills me. Although it is a four star, I wouldn't necessarily re- recommend this to any and everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the story uh, can be a classic. bit hard to follow, and the liter- literary devices used are a bit tricky as well. This book needs your full attention, so prepared, so be prepared to dive in deep. So I'm essentially saying, I wouldn't recommend this to anybody. Mm-hmm. But if you do decide to read it, be prepared to really pay attention. Yep. And be lost, probably. That is hilarious. That is really funny. Oh, man. Uh, that's that's great. So we both said that that was disappointing. <laughs> yes. So I so, only have one more negative book. Okay, I was wondering if you were if it was two negatives or three negatives. Three negatives and two positives. Okay, so do you want to share your negative book? Your other sure. one, or do you and want I, me to share I, mine? Well, what's your... Oh, yeah, you have... Do you have another... No, you have, like, a neutral one. Um, no, I have a negative still. Okay, go for a negative. Okay, I will share my negative. So, my negative is a book that... It'd be fun if you could predict it again. Um, I read this book in 2021. I read it as kind of an experiment because I knew that a lot of people were unsure about it. And I was also kind of unsure about it, but I was also really curious to see how the author was going to make this plot happen. Um, And I ended up reading it and it did take me a solid amount of time to finish it. I'm kind of want to look up to see how long it took me. Um, I read it in June of 2020. Oh, I started it in June. I ended up finishing it in July. Um, do you have any guess of what this book is? I am looking at your Instagram right now. You can't look at the dates. I'm not. I'm just looking at pictures. Okay. I read is a lot good, of books in good company. It is not good company. Okay. What is it? It is the book of longings by Swamp oh Kid. okay yes i did not even see that in here i totally bypassed it i yeah. completely forgot you read that i it's, actually was thinking a while ago that like we had talked about wanting to read it or like being interested in reading it but i don't know if you ever did yeah i did it took me i just looked up it took me about 11 days to read i started it on june 20 no 12 days started it on june 22nd and i finished it on the 4th of july 
So yeah, it did take me quite a while. I actually took it with me and I will say there was probably other things. I took it with me on a family vacation with my in-laws and we were doing activities and hiking and spending time outdoors and stuff like that. Um, And I didn't often find the time to read because we were all together, but that was also only like four days out of the 12. So I clearly had other time to read it and I just chose not to. Um, So this one to me was not worth it. Um, I wanted to read it because the plot of the story, like pretty much the hook is that it's the story about um, the fictional story of a woman who became the historical Jesus's wife, Um, which in reality, like Jesus is never written to have a wife in the Bible. Um, And so like the idea that um, she was supposed to be his wife was very controversial to a lot of people. Um, and I was like, I'm not sure if I want to read this for a really long time, but I also was just so intrigued because I was like, one, I just want to see how like close it is supposed to be like how historically accurate is it supposed to be? Is it just like mostly historical accuracy and then they just slap in this wife or is it going to be like super different? Um, and I just ended up reading it and realized that I felt like the hook of her as a character being Jesus's wife was not actually about Jesus or anything biblical, really. It was just kind of like, I don't know. I felt like it was there to make you be shocked and make you intrigued. Like it was there literally just to hook you into the story because it was more just about the character. I think her name's Anna, Anna as a person. And like, she could have just been, I, I remember thinking to myself that she could have just been someone who was around during biblical times and the yeah. story wouldn't have changed at all. Like her being yeah. married to Jesus didn't change her character. Like it yeah. was, a, the story was about her and not about their relationship. And so yeah, he's like, she could have just been like a friend. Exactly. Like she so didn't need that element. I just felt like, yeah, I just felt like doing that was just like a I don't know like this little like knife twist of like haha I'm gonna intrigue people by making Jesus married and then they'll want to read my book but it actually isn't anything to do about Jesus's marriage just about this girl um so I just felt like it wasn't really worth it because I was I don't know I was like expecting her to take like a shocking difference with it for me to be like oh interesting but it was more just kind of disappointing because it didn't really have it it just didn't need that element to be a good story um, I think I gave it four stars because I liked the story of Anna, but I, I docked at points because it, it, like the marriage to Jesus plotline was absolutely just unnecessary. And so um, it took me so long to get through it. Um, and I don't think it was worth it because it didn't provide anything else. And I also like not to like jump on this train at all, but um, I just feel like, she didn't have to write a book about someone who is like historically like Jewish. Like I feel like her writing that story just was like, I don't know. It just felt weird. It was like, I don't, I'm not sure if she's Jewish. It wasn't like super Jewish at all, but I just thought it was interesting that like she was trying to write a story about, I don't know, someone who, she she never does she doesn't necessarily have any connection to it um it just felt like again i felt like she was just like what if i wrote a a book about jesus having a wife to freak people out yeah and then just ran with it so i don't know Uh, not worth it to me but she's a great writer though the writing was yeah yeah see that see there are some so that's the thing even these books that we're saying like oh it's kind of tough to get through a lot of times we can try to find something redeemable about them Mm -hmm. just to help us be able to like not just bash it 100%. Mm-hmm. You know, just trying to find something positive. Yeah. Um, that's, but this, the my last negative is one that honestly I only remember like struggling through. Mm-hmm. And this is from 2018 and it is The Ninth Hour by Alice McDermott. And this book, the I. The Ninth got, Hour? Yes. I don't remember this book. I got this book when I was working at Barnes and Noble and it seemed really intriguing to me and it was something out of mm. my normal comfort zone. It okay. is like a it's like a literary fiction, historical fiction book and it 
I was intrigued by it. Like the premise is essentially, um, let me see here. Let me just try to. It says a magnificent novel from one of America's finest writers, a powerfully affecting story spanning the 20th century of a widow and her daughter and the nun who served their Irish American community in Brooklyn. So the, the husband commits suicide and the wife is pregnant and she like has people who um, like this nun takes her in and she like kind of, I don't know. Essentially, it's just like the relationship of Brooklyn, like the the neighborhood of Brooklyn with this Catholic nun and this lady and the daughter. And it's just so hard to explain. That's like essentially it. And Mm -hmm. it just. It just sounds kind of boring. It was. And that's the thing. I like remember trying to read it and like trying to like read it at nighttime when I'm like, you know, trying to unwind for the day. And I'm like struggle busting to even just like get through like the, the book. I was like, it's not even that long. You guys, this book is only 247 pages. Mm -hmm. That is like nothing. I could read that in like a day. And it just took, I don't know how long it took me, but I just, this book was so hard for me to read. And maybe if I would have read it at a different time of my life, maybe I would have enjoyed it a little bit more, but it just seemed kind of boring. Like I was intrigued by the, like the suicide part and like how that was going to affect the the mom and, and the baby. And like, and there were parts of it that I was really intrigued by. And the cover looks like it's like snowing out, but it also made me think like ashes for some reason, like something like, kind of world war ii even though it's totally not world war ii i know that's like mm-hmm. kind of morbid but i was like this looks like a really intriguing very adult like a literary novel to read you know whatever mm-hmm. and i was intrigued but just yeah it just you said the exact right thing it just was boring yeah that sucks i'm sorry that's okay now i get to talk about my positives all right um so i'll go with my positive first because um then we can end on my neutral, I guess. Um, so my first positive was a book that I read in 2015. Um, wow. I really want to look up how long this one took me. I should have done this before. Um, so I read this book in 2015. I had just gotten done from my memory. I had just gotten done reading Cinder, I think. No, Cress. I just gotten done reading Cress. Um, and then I read a couple other books but none were like really interesting intriguing me um so i read cress in august i finished august 27th i read a book called calling me home that i finished on september 2nd so only a few days difference like five days then i had read three books for school because i was in i was my senior year of high school then and then i finished this book on december 26th but I had started it. I, I know I had started it at least in October. Um, I remembered reading it when we went to, remember when we went to Universal in for Thanksgiving my senior year, sis? Yeah. I was reading it then. I remember, remember we were sitting through that, like that, oh my gosh, that awfully long, like, um, what's that? What the, the little thing that um, we had to like sit through to get, yes that promotional thing for a timeshare that we had to sit through in order to get early passes into universal yep. i remember trying to read it during that and i still couldn't finish it like i was str- I, like i just remember the, the, the scene with a brothel or something in it that like took me probably weeks to get through just like a few pages it was the worst reading slump i've ever been in in my entire life and I finally finished it December 26th, 2015. It was Ice Like Fire by Sarah Rosh, which is the second book in the Snow Like Ashes series. And I really liked that series and I liked that book a lot. I just was, I remember thinking to myself, Crest was so good. Oh, man. That I just couldn't get through another book. That is crazy. Yeah, we've talked about that before where it's like you have to kind of give some time in between reading 
reading a new book if you've just been so enraptured by the old one. Like mm-hmm. sometimes you need a little bit of a breather. You can't just jump right in because you're not going to give that book its due diligence. You're going to just kind of be judging it. You're not going to be fully present. It's going to take you longer. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not, I just can't believe it took you that long. That's so crazy. Yeah. It literally, so it was published in October. So it had to have been started sometime in October, but I know I started it nearly right away because I, I'm pretty sure I borrowed it from one of my, no, no, that wouldn't have been true. I think I got it from the library or something, but I do know for sure, at least I was still reading it during that Thanksgiving trip. And again, it it took me at least over a month to finish. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why it took me so long. I still really like that series, but yeah, I, I mean, it's also middle book syndrome. That middle book is always not as good. But it was a positive. It was a worth it book for you to read, even though it took you forever. Yeah. It was still totally worth it. And you know, I would honestly read that series again, like all three books in a row, because it was one of those series that I had to read like a year apart. Um, And I think I would really like to read them right next to each other. I really like that series. Yeah, that was such a good series. All right. So what is your, you have one of two worth it's. Yes. One of two worth it's. My oldest worth it is from 2018. And this book kind of like slid under the radar, I think, for when it was published. I got an advanced reader's copy of it. And I don't remember if you, I think you have read it. Um, It's a really intriguing premise really unique story and it's not that long but it is like it was kind of a challenge to get through just because it like has a different feel than some than maybe like I would say quote-unquote standard fiction book that you would pick up um but totally totally worth the read and really intriguing and that is what should be wild by Julia Fine I did read that yes yeah so I really feel like this book um it without me looking up my actual synopsis for you guys, essentially about this girl who has like magic powers kind of that she isn't, isn't that like every, like if she touches something living, it dies or is it the other way around? If she touches something living, it it dies. Yeah. So um, it's like her and like her dad in this wooded like area, they kind of let their house kind of like overgrow and they've got this big fence. It's kind of like she's, She's not really allowed to go anywhere else. It's like kind of their like they quarantined their house off from the rest of the world and let nature mm-hmm. run wild. Also, I do think she can bring things back to life, but like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not like can. you just prefer because I think there are times where like she when she's little she like touches her dad and he like yes. dies. Yes, yep, 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 and he can come back. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's super intriguing. The premise of it is so unique, um, but. It did take me a little while to go. Um, and essentially, she kind of like wants to start venturing out and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. Such a really, really fun, cute book. Um, I wouldn't say, I guess, not necessarily cute, but a really like unique, fun mm-hmm. book to read. Um, but yeah, I, I think I had it as like it was a hard read because it just was so different. Like it just kind of mm-hmm. took me by surprise. It has a different feel to it. It's very I don't know, I just keep saying unique. It just really has a different vibe to it. And it's just, it's, it's in a good way. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're intrigued by it. It, the writing is really different than like a quote unquote, again, standard fiction that you would expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just, I just think it, it didn't take me necessarily super. I mean, it took me a while to work through, but it definitely was worth it in the end because I think it's one of those books that like, oh, it could sit on your shelf for forever and you just never get around to it, Mm -hmm. you know, and you'd be like, oh, whatever. But like, actually, like, I'm really glad I picked it up and read it. Yeah, I'm glad I enjoyed it as well. I don't remember the details as much of it. I think I read it a little bit probably faster than I probably should have. Um, And so some of the details I miss a little bit. I don't remember as much, but I do remember really enjoying that book. Yeah, it's really interesting. Okay, now I want to know what your neutral is because I have a feeling I'm just curious as to know if it's something that I have picked. So let's see what your let's see what yours is. I I still have a a, a positive. Do you want the positive first, oh, or do you, you want do? the neutral? I do. Yeah, I've got two left. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, I only have one left. Give me give me whichever one you want. I'll do my other positive, and then I'll end on my neutral, and you'll know why. 
Um, so my other positive is All the Young Dudes by Miss King Bean 89, which is technically, yeah. Okay. We can just fly through that. Whatever, which I read in 2021 and literally the only, it is totally worth it. Literally the only reason that it took me so long, it took me almost the entire month of last October because it's like three books in one and it's extremely long and the copies that I have have like super small print and I would also like always like try and listen to the, the soundtracks on like Spotify that people have put together to like vibe with it because it was like there's a tons of music that is mentioned in the book and so people would like take all those songs and put them in a playlist and I'd play it so I'd only ever read them when I was like sitting on my couch with my playlist playing like 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 reading it so closely because it's it's Marauders um and I was super intrigued and so it took me a solid like almost the entire month of October I think like three weeks to get through all three of them so it's I mean it's technically three books but it's technically one it just took me a really long time yeah nope I get that yeah but it was totally worth it and I do recommend them um and you can read it for free on AO3 I believe author of our own.com he's peasy all right Haley what's your other positive the Goldfinch by Donna Tart. That's such a good one. I know. I thought that might be your neutral because I feel like you kind of have a love-hate relationship with it. I do. It's um, a five-star, but I do have a love-hate relationship because I'm obsessed with So that's why with... I was like, maybe it's her neutral. No, I'm obsessed with the first half of it and the second half of it makes me angry as all heck. Yeah. So Goldfinch, I hope everyone at least knows what it is. Um, they made a movie of it a while back. Um, and... It's essentially like a life story of this young boy who loses his mother in this tragic um, accident. Mm -hmm. And just like the ways that he like has to try to deal with that. He gets like shipped across the country to like an uncle who doesn't really know him super well. And like is starts to kind of get into some bad stuff. And then he gets somehow caught into like some underground like um, art dealing, which is interesting and mm-hmm. he there's always this girl that he's like uh, loved since he was a little kid that he like repeatedly sees over the years and stuff like that so you just see this whole life journey of him like starting really small going through some valleys and mm-hmm. going you know having some highs and lows and stuff like that and kind of figuring life out mm-hmm. and it is very long there are parts that are harder to read than others that maybe feel a little boring or feel a little bit long or feel a little bit like okay I, i'm done with the desert Let's move away from this area or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's just such a positive. I think it's such such a book that is worth the read and the commitment of the length that it is. Um, it just it's it was a positive for me. Yeah, I I really love the book, and I just told you the other day. I was like, oh, I feel like I want to read it again, even though, I like I said, my love hate relationship. Where I just love 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 the first half of it, and then it, I get so angry at it by the end. I know. Uh, but it is still really good. I feel bad that the movie was not as good. Yeah. 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 Read was, the book, people. Yeah. I also feel like that kind of book probably wouldn't translate well to movie regardless. Yeah, for sure. I don't think for it would sure. do well anyway. Yep. All right. So my neutral, and you'll see why, is The Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. Oh, my God. <laughs> You finished it? No, I'm still reading it. That's why it's neutral. Oh because I don't know if it's worth it or not yet. But I've been reading it for 12 days already, and that's a long time, and I'm not even halfway through. Wow. It's not even that big. It's 370 pages, so it's a little bit bigger than, like, normal, but, like, normal, like, a little, like, 320 book. It's a little bit bigger. But, I mean, up until, like, two days ago, I would not hit page 100 so wow yeah and again it's not even like that the book is bad which is why i feel like it'll probably be a worth it um i just think i've just been so busy like my husband just moved and we've been packing up everything and going places and i've been starting a new job and that's just been like a lot of stuff to do so i yeah i just haven't had like the time to read or like when i'm really exhausted i 
have not been feeling motivated to read. So I feel really bad about not reading. Um, but I'm planning on doing a lot more reading um, in the next few days now that I'm a little bit more, um, like, relaxed, I guess. Well, and you just got a ton of books from the library. Do you have that stack around you? I, you know what? I do. Let me get it. Why don't you read them off super quick? And then I will tell you what I am currently reading since you have already told us yours. Yes. Okay. So I got a stack of 11 books from the library. Just went to the library in our new city to get a library card. Um, and I'm going to need help figuring out what I'm going to read. Is it a pretty you. big library? It is a fairly big library. So um, it's like one of 10 branches, I think, or something like that. It's not the biggest branch at all. And it was huge. So um, this is very dangerous for me, I will say. And especially <laughs> because the other branches are all in very easy driving distance. We just went to the closest one today. Um, so stack of books I got. I have a feeling I know after Song of Achilles which one I'm going to read next, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, so the books I got are The Paper Palace by Miranda Cowley. Helly, Helle. Eight Perfect Murders by Peter Swanson. The Ballerinas by Rachel Kapelke Dale, J.P. Delaney's The Perfect Wife, Still Life by Louise Penny, Room by Enna, Emma Donahue, The Time in Between by Maria du, uh, Duenas, Clara and the Sun by Kazuo Ishiguro, Invisible Girl by Lisa Jewell, uh, Damnation Spring by Ash Davidson, and Horror Store by our own Grady Hendrix. Wow. I know a lot so it's a lot i will be reading any of the one of these one of these 11 books uh after i finish song of achilles so what do you think you you want to have next which one is standing out to you i think i'm probably gonna go with like a thriller or mystery just because i feel like it'll help i'll just get through a lot faster and um Song of Achilles is just a book that you really have to pay attention when you're reading. And I was telling this to my husband because there was like this moment that I absolutely missed because I'd like skimmed over a few words um, and she didn't lay out exactly what happened. She just kind of described what happened, which it's still really good writing, but it's just a book that you have to pay so much attention to because I got to the bottom of like the next page and was like, why is this happening? That's I thought this happened. Why would they do this? That doesn't seem fair. And then I like went back and reread it and I was like, oh, I missed like this one sentence that is explained what happened wow so like it's i just because i have to pay so much attention to it and there's not a ton of dialogue i think i'm gonna look for a book that should hopefully be a quicker read so i'm thinking probably either eight perfect murders still life invisible girl or horror store next what is still life that sounds so familiar to me so it's louise penny you have probably seen louise penny books somewhere um but she is a mystery writer and she writes yes i see yes so she you will recognize her name in her books and stuff like that but this is the first book in this series of books that she does where she's kind of like an agatha christie where she has her own like detective that oh, solves cool. crimes and so this is the first one with that detective in it cool yeah, oh, yeah. super fun yeah so this one is uh, chief inspector armand gamache and his team of investigators are called the scene of a suspicious death in a rural village south of montreal and yet a world away jane neal a local fixture in the tiny hamlet of three pines has been found dead in the woods on thanksgiving morning locals are certain it's a tragic hunting accident and nothing more but gamache smells something foul this holiday season wow very cool mm -hmm. so this is her debut novel so it introduces the world to Gamash, her detective, and I think she has like 16 books with him as the main yeah, character at this point. Yeah, a ton, it looks yeah, like. tons. So I was like looking at the library because I would heard of her. I'd seen some of her books at a bookstore I was at the other day and I was like, I feel like I'd probably like her writing, but I need to like get a library book first to try it out before buying. Yeah. Um, and so then I looked up and I was thankful that they had the first one because I feel like it's probably a, a you don't necessarily have to read it in order series. Um, just like you don't have to um, with Agatha Christie's books, but I felt like I wanted to try and read them in order if I could. And I was thinking that the first one was there, so I grabbed that. Perfect. Yes. Yeah, I definitely say pull your thrillers, read the first little bit of each one and mm -hmm. see which one's standing out to you. Yeah, so that's that's the goal. And um, you know this, Haley, but the, the list, list listeners don't, but I only have with me only about 20 of my books 
with me while we moved because we're not going to be gone for super long. It's just kind of a temporary move. Um, but I, I, I didn't take my whole collection of books. So I was very desperate to go to a library. So now at least I have about 31 books to choose from after I finish Song of Achilles. So awesome. I'm pretty so good exciting. about it. Mm-hmm. All right. What are you reading right now? I'll keep it nice and short and simple. This is from the library. So I need to read it and return it. His and Hers by Alice Feeney. Oh, yes. Um, it sounds super interesting. I know a lot of people have really liked it. I loved Rock, Paper, Scissors Yeah, Rock, by Paper, Alice Scissors Feeney. was good. I did not really like Sometimes I Lie by Alice Feeney. I didn't but like I, that one either. <laughs> yeah, but I'm intrigued by Daisy Darker, which is like her newest one that's coming out in August. So I wanted to uh, read her again because I've had a positive and a negative. So this is like my third of hers. Um, but it sounds really interesting. Essentially, you know, there are two sides to every story. And it seems like someone who is um, as, as someone who is like a journalist who is um, investigating this murder that happens and the detective who's also like, you know, in, on the investigation, both of them kind of have ties to because it's a small town ties to the situation. Mm-hmm. And they don't really, it kind of sounds like as they dig deeper, they're like realizing that like, oh man, like I'm actually maybe considered a suspect because of blah, blah, blah. And so it's just saying like, yeah, it, it's supposed to be a psychological thriller, you know, twists, some twists in there, some mm-hmm. suspense, stuff like that. So it seems very, very, very easy to read. Cannot wait to dive in and just pump it out. Awesome. Exciting. Also so sad. To bring things full circle, I just looked outside the window and it's raining. No. No. That's okay. It's perfect time. It's perfect excuse to read inside. All right. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Let us know if there's any books that you thought were worth it, but took you forever to get through. Um, Whether you were just in a reading slump or they were just hard reads, but worth it in the end. Um, We can't wait to hear what books you've enjoyed. Um, And maybe we'll put that on our own to read list. 100%. 100%. I thought you were going to say one more thing. Oh, no, you're <laughs> fine. All right, you guys. Thanks for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages. Mm-hmm.